My name's Jay Philippi, and I've spent my life in and around the media. TV, radio, the movies, and more. I love them, and I hate them, and I always have an opinion. Call this The View from the Flip Side. When I got started in radio, I had already begun what turned out to be a multiple decades-long relationship with audio tape. Magnetized ribbons of plastic tape covered in some kind of metallic powder has been the go-to recording material for decades. In the 1970s, I was one of the millions of teens making mixtapes from radio or vinyl source materials. The audio cassette was at the center of that universe. Then recordable CDs came along, and after that, simple digital recording and audio cassettes were ancient technology. My bet is that most people had the cassettes long after they no longer had the machinery to play them on. Then an amazing thing happened. Old technology started making a comeback. We've talked before about the resurgence of vinyl. With the shift to digital, even CD sales had fallen off, but vinyl showed growth. The folks at BuzzAngle, a research company focused on the music industry, released a report last year that says cassette sales have outstripped even vinyl's return. Cassette sales were up 136%. The Compact Cassette, that's the original name, debuted in 1962 and by the late 70s was one of the top two formats for pre-recorded music. It was also a star for home-recorded audio of all kind, and every radio announcer of my generation had stacks of them, usually filled with air checks. So what is bringing cassette tapes back? It started with a promotion for the 20th anniversary of Pearl Jam's 10 album. They wanted to include cassette versions along with a CD, vinyl album, and a scrapbook as a special package. Every one of the limited edition packages sold in pre-sale. A few other acts followed suit, then labels realized it was a cheap way to get new artists some exposure. Suddenly, National Audio Company, the last U.S. company still making audio tape, was fielding plenty of calls. Enough that they went back to the drawing board to create a better-sounding version of the base tape. For the audio files out there, that would be Type 1 tape that the company now claims performs slightly better than the old Type 2. Folks who worry about these things have long argued about whether analog recordings like vinyl and tape offer superior harmonics and frequency response to digital. Without argument, there is a nostalgia aspect to analog that cannot be denied. And for once, here's a technology blip that the old folks know better than the youngsters do. One of the things that I have told the young people that I've worked with over the last several decades repeatedly is that they should enjoy the time they have before they become adults. Teenagers have always been in a hurry to grow up because they are certain that all the fun begins once you hit adulthood. Oh, if only that were true. Don't get me wrong, I am fine with being an adult and having grown-up privileges. It's just that I know that being an adult comes with a lot of tiresome, unfun aspects as well. I thought of that as I saw yet another video gaming company was closing its doors. The folks at PC Gamer have been keeping track and say that the last year has seen 10 major game studios close. The one most recently in the news is Telltale Games. The award-winning company had several big-name hits, most especially The Walking Dead. But it announced in September that it was closing and laid off all but a relative handful of employees. The folks that worked there had no idea it was coming and left with no severance or other benefits. What brought the lesson about growing up to mind is that so many companies start off with such bright visions, 
only to stumble when the going gets hard. Being the founder of the next big thing can make your star as big or bigger than the company itself. That sudden influx of big bucks that comes with success in the digital age makes it all seem so easy. But being a grown-up isn't easy. The stories coming out of Telltale are echoed in many other gaming studios. Mismanagement, abusive work environments, demands to work longer and longer hours at the same pay with no benefit to the worker at the end. The other image it brings to mind is the worst of the scenarios in the world that Charles Dickens wrote about about a century ago. Like the beginning of the industrial age, the early decades of the digital age have been marked with far too much executive egotism and exploitation of the folks who do the actual work of the company. Being a grown-up means that we have to delay personal gratification in the best interests of the larger group. Otherwise, things have a tendency to crash and burn. Part of the solution to what ails the gaming industry may turn out to be that it still needs to do a little growing up. Black Friday is this week, and the holiday shopping season is off and running. In addition to all the media topics we cover here, once in a while I step over into the tech side as well. And what better time to take a peek at the great toys out there that lets our tech and media come together. Now, I believe that holiday shopping should be about dreams. There's a whole other conversation about the consumption economy and being overcome by stuff. But once a year, it's fun to spend a little time dreaming about things that are above and beyond our day-to-day life. So I didn't want to do simple, everyday tech kinds of things. I went looking for some out-there ideas. How about high-tech yoga pants and mat? Now, these are products from two different companies. The Naughty X-Responsive Yoga Pants from Wearable X have built-in vibrational technology designed to help you go through your routine. I have no idea what that means. But you could team it up with Backslash Fit Smart Mat that can connect to your Amazon Alexa. It even rolls itself up, apparently. I was tempted to pass the next one over as two every day, but what can you say about a $400 hairdryer? Dyson offers one with a microprocessor to check air temps 20 times a second to avoid heat damage to your hair. A gift that does nothing for me since I drink neither coffee nor tea, but how about a coffee and tea alarm clock from Barasur? It's just what it sounds like, a high-tech brewing machine designed to wake you up with your first cup close at hand. Now, if that's too functional for your Christmas dreams, the wonderful folks at Hammaker Schlemmer have an espresso machine that includes a Swiss-made music box that plays 11 different 36-second-long music pieces. That apparently is the amount of time needed to brew an espresso. The music ranges from Vivaldi to Smoke on the Water. My personal favorite, however, is the Mural Canvas, that's M-E-U-R-A-L, which is a smart frame that can display your personal art and photography or images licensed for museums and other places of all kinds of images. You want your own Van Gogh for the living room? This can make that happen. Oh, those holiday dreams. Here's hoping you don't wake up to find socks and underwear waiting under your tree. Call that... The View from the Flip Side. The View from the Flip Side is written and produced by Jay Philippi. You can follow this program on Twitter at Radio Flipside or visit our website at viewfromtheflipside.com. 